everyone and welcome back to the It Gets Better podcast. I'm your host. It sounds like I said it it gets bitter. It gets better podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Atkinson, and today we're talking about the holiday blues. And I don't know if there's an actual term called the holiday blues. It means something else, but for me, this is about going home during the holidays, having a tough family situation during the holidays, just not enjoying the families for the holidays for any certain reason, usually due to family situations or like financial situations, things like that. Um, and what you can do to kind of enjoy the holidays a bit more and navigate tough situations around this time of the year. So I want to first go into what it's been like for me around the holidays growing up and then how that's changed over the years. So for me, when I was younger for the holidays, I remember it was always kind of tough because leading up to it, my mom was like a top 10 star. And that I don't even know what that means. I just made that up. Okay. She's just like an all-star. Okay. She's an all-star mom around the holiday season. She would get so excited and she would go above and beyond. We would always decorate on Thanksgiving and it was just so fun to decorate together. And we'd always watch those old school Christmas cartoons together throughout the year and then I remember every Christmas one of my favorite memories was when my mom would wake me and my brothers up with hot chocolate and she'd line us up in the hallway we had like a in the last house that we ever lived in together there was like a little hallway where it was hidden from the living room but in any we tend we tended to move quite often but the last place we lived in we lived in the longest but anywhere we ever were she'd always make us like line up somewhere hidden and she'd give us hot chocolate and we'd sit in the hallway for a minute or wherever we were (laughs) lined up to drink our hot chocolate and wake up because she wanted us all to walk out all at once which I thought was always really cute um but it was tough because around the holidays for me one I would always watch my brothers go and see their dads and my dad is not in my life and he would sometimes call on Christmas or write me a letter, but that was kind of the extent of it, and I haven't heard from him in a few years now. I This is kind of TMI, but I have a theory that it was his his uh, wife that was reaching out to me or, like, telling him to reach out to me because he did get remarried later on in life, but they are now divorced, and I realize now he doesn't reach out to me. I doubt his email address would change because he went through a divorce. So that was always tough for me, just accepting that I didn't you know, my dad wasn't around. I think that's the time when I would notice it the most. And and then also I mentioned how great my mom was leading up to Christmas. But the thing is, we didn't grow up with financial abundance. It was always really tight. But my mom would overextend herself for Christmas. She would always basically put herself into debt to make sure that we had a good Christmas. And I think it came from her, I think it came from a really good place because she didn't want her kids to go to school and not have gifts because, you know, she didn't want us to be the kids who felt like we were left out. And I think that's really admirable of her because I do know, I have a lot of, I had a lot of friends growing up that didn't have experienced Christmas the same way, who didn't get a lot of gifts. And even though we struggled financially around Christmas time, my mom would go above and beyond. However, usually about halfway through the day of Christmas or the day after, everything would take a drastic turn and my mom would become extremely upset and almost like when that the endorphins or whatever or the I don't want to say the Christmas high but almost a Christmas high she would get of getting so excited for everything it's like that would kind of wear off and then she'd realize how much she spent and it's like the joy was obviously not over but when she wasn't seeing us open the gifts anymore it wasn't this big exciting moment I think she would kind of realize how much she spent and kind of how much in debt she would be or like you know the ramifications of how above and beyond she would go and 
typically there are just I don't want I hate saying this is like I'm never trying to shame anyone that's gone through this anyone who's going through this I'm just I have noticed that whenever I share a negative situation from my life or just not even a negative situation just sharing a situation someone will reach out and be like why are you shaming this I'm like I'm not I never should have said I was shaming it I'm just sharing my experience and it's weird that we just assume that if someone had an experience that was like not financially abundant or not like the typical that people think I'm shaming it when in re- not people it's just been a few people when in reality no I'm just ex- I'm just sharing my experience and I think that sometimes makes me hesitant to talk more about my life because I don't want people saying thinking that I'm looking back on my life and I'm shaming it obviously there were some things that were not nice and that weren't great but you know it's just my experience is all I'm trying to say because I don't want anyone thinking that I'm saying if you are struggling towards Christmas like that I'm saying something negative that's absolutely not because I know a lot of people struggle during during the holidays and I know that's really tough but After the holidays, we would tend to go through this period of time where my mom would always be in a constant, really, really bad mood, like blowing up, very angry, lots of screaming and yelling and starting to think, her starting to tell us how ungrateful we were um, for the things that she would do do for us. And usually it's like we were, some of the times we were really, really young. So maybe we weren't showing the proper gratitude. I don't know. I don't remember how I was expressing my gratitude. I was probably playing with the toys I got. But I think it's just she was looking... I think she was hoping that this the Christmas time was going to fill something, you know, that it, it, gifts can't really fill because gifts are great, but there's so much more to life than, you know, items, you know, especially when you've got to put food on the table and she's a single mom of three kids. My two brothers have de- separate dads and then, you know, my dad was in the picture. So she was doing all of this on her own. I do have an uncle who I am very grateful for who would always help out around the holidays as well. He takes, he really helps take care of my, one of my brothers too, which I am very grateful for that. He would always kind of help sure, make sure that we had, you know, things going on and she would, he would always help if my mom really needed it, which was nice when he could. But typically after the holidays, that's when things would get the most stressful, like I said, fighting, yelling. There were a couple times where we'd have to go, I hate saying this, I don't know, it's like I feel guilty for sharing this kind of stuff now. But my mom would have to go and pawn some of the things we got for Christmas. If there was a few things that we weren't using as much, you know, there have been a few times where she'd have to go pawn it and she'd be like, oh, I'll get it back in a few weeks when I get a paycheck or something like that. And there have been times when, you know, bills didn't get paid because of that. And I watched how stressful that was for her. And I felt like sometimes me and my brothers felt like we were on the receiving end of that anger. And it wasn't like we ever asked her to go as far above and beyond as she did for Christmas. But at the same time, we were kids. Of course, we wanted her to as well. So it was kind of this constant cycle where as I got older, I started to really resent Christmas. When I first met Noah, I told him, like, I don't like Christmas. I don't like the holidays. They're so stressful. People overspend and it's just like an angry time and he was like, that's not how it is for everyone. Like my family and I, we do like two or three gifts max. Like we set a budget. We tell people like exactly what we're okay with. Like we're, we're comfortable saying like, no, I, I don't want to spend that. Or this year I can't spend something. He's like, and we respect those boundaries. And I wasn't used to that because I think my mom really felt like she had to prove something. Like prove her worth as a parent to us on the holiday time. time. And I don't know where that came from. Maybe it's because my brothers would also go to their dads for Christmas and they would get gifts there. Or maybe it's because my grandparents, we'd go and get gifts there. I'm not sure where that came from, but I do wish I had realized where it was coming from. But obviously I was a child and could have like looked at my mom and said, hey, like, I just want to spend time with you. I'd be okay if we all just sat around and watched movies for the holidays. But of course I was also a kid. 
But that did lead to me not loving the holidays growing up and just being kind of a Scrooge. I was very grinchy for a while. Um, growing up, I always was the one who like, oh, I hate holiday music. I hate Christmas music. I hate decorating. I hate all of this. And that's so funny because I'm nothing like that now. Now I love the holidays and I see it for a completely as a different thing. I see it for a different reason. Like I see it more of a time to just have fun and decorate the house and just watch fun movies and bake cookies. And I don't see it as something about gifts and overspending. But now, eventually things got a little stressful because my grandparents did at one point cut my mom out of their lives. So that made Christmas even harder because it went from us going to my grandparents at some point for Christmas, which is always something I'm sure my mom looked forward to seeing her family. But then because as, as things got worse with my mom, my grandparents, you know, for their own mental health had to cut her out of their lives. And you know, they didn't cut her out fully. Like, they spoke, spoke to her on the phone sometimes and stuff, but she wasn't really allowed to come to the house because she had acted out and lashed out so many times and caused a lot of really bad situations. And there's a few times I've mentioned that, and I, I feel like sometimes I go to bat for my family, even, and I, maybe that's what I'm doing. And that's just probably how we all are, where I've gotten people say, like, oh, it's so sad that wouldn't ha- happen to your mom. It, it is, but I also try to respect that I watched really bad things my mom has done to a lot of people. And I respect that when you, if when my mom pushed people past this limit of where they had to cut her off, I re- I've learned that I have to respect that too. And my mom's had so many people cut her out of their life, which is very sad, but it's because she would just do things that are unexcusable. And it wasn't that she was learning from these things. It was that she would not own up. She would never just own up to it or you know, try and change. And she would usually blame the other person and kind of get people in big trouble. So it was just not a healthy situation. So because of that, my mom started to be even angrier around the holiday season and even more sad because my grandparents would allow me and my brothers to come for Christmas, but not my mom. And she didn't want us to miss out. So she'd always let us go. But then when we came back, obviously she wasn't happy that we would go. She'd always say that we were, especially to me because I was the oldest, I'd always hear that, oh, you're choosing your grandparents over me. Or did you stand up for me if they talked about me? Did you do this? And I'm like, no, I was just a kid. And I think that's always been tough is because of that situation. I grew I grew up with my grandparents at one point, And then I also lived with my mom. My brothers never did that. They never grew up with my... They grew up having grandparents, but they never lived with them. Where I lived with my grandparents for a time. So I equally almost see them as parents. So I always felt like I was caught between my mom and my grandparents fighting and I didn't know I didn't want to choose a side I just wanted them all to get along even though that was not possible and I think because of that I eventually just kind of grew apart from the rest of my family I talked about this a few times but I just stopped going for Thanksgiving and Christmas and I just kind of stopped talking to my grandparents my aunts and uncles and all of them as a whole and then once my mom passed away and I went back for the funeral and then my grandpa passed away two months later I just felt like that was so strange for both of them to pass away within a two-month time. Um, Not strange, just, you know, just very unfortunate, obviously, so much loss at once. But I went back home for my mom's funeral, and that was the first time that I really connected with all of my family again. And we all kind of just realized how important it is for us to just let that stuff go and just be a family. So why am I getting emotional? So Thanksgiving of last year was actually the very first Thanksgiving that I spent it with my family. And I want to say a number, but truthfully, I can't remember the last time I went home for the holidays. So now it's like, it seems like there is more of an opportunity for me to go home for the holidays, which I'm happy about. I'm excited to see, you know, where that leads. I'm excited to be closer with my family now, but it has been tough because there were times obviously before I stopped going for the holidays that I would still go home 
And I want to talk a little bit about what it was like navigating going back home then and now. So when my mom and when my mom was still here and the times I did go back home before I just realized it was just too toxic for me and too stressful. Because towards the end, there were a few Christmases where I just had to get up and leave because when those fights would start, Noah being around that when he had never grown up in an environment like that, he would instantly kind of almost be kind of scared. And I would watch it take a huge toll on his mental health because he wouldn't know what to do. So that's when I would kind of like, you know, kick into my own mom mode. Like, all right, we got to get out of here. Can't do this, you know. Um, And that was really thankful to therapy and stuff as well and just like self-growth and healing. But before when I was going back, one thing I really tried to do is remind myself that I wasn't stuck there anymore. I was no longer living at my mom's house, meaning if at any point she started to do something that wasn't okay, she was saying things that weren't okay, I was allowed to get up and leave. And I think by allowing myself that option, that made it a little bit easier for me to go. However, I also allowed myself the the okayness of just not going back if I didn't want to. When, I, when there were times when I realized it didn't feel good to go home, I didn't go home. And of course, I felt, I still feel really guilty for all the holidays I missed out with my brothers because, you know, they age so fast. And I feel like I missed out on a lot of those years, but it was so bad. It took the, the biggest toll on my mental health. Almost every holiday season, I felt like I went back two years on my healing journey or my mental health journey. And it was just making me a person I didn't want to be. So, I really just learned to set massive boundaries with myself and my mom, meaning if I went into her her home and she was doing drugs or if she was having people over and they were doing those kind of things, I would leave. And I would let her know, I don't want to be in a home with this kind of stuff going on and I don't want to be around it. So if you're doing these things, I'm going to go. Or if, you know, she was screaming and cussing at me, I would get up and go. If it started to escalate to a fight, I would just know I'm going to excuse myself. And I started to let her know calmly beforehand, hey, I want to see you for the holidays. I want to come home. If it gets to this point or it starts to, know know now while we're in a good mood, let me let you know that me leaving is not because I don't love you, because I don't want to spend the holidays with you. It's because I do love you, but I also love myself and I've got to protect my peace and I've got to protect my mental health. And I don't think it's healthy for us to be in that environment together. So I just really stood by that. And over time, it helped me just really I don't know, really stay true to who I am and realize that you've got to protect yourself. And sometimes it makes other people uncomfortable. Sometimes it makes other people upset. But if it's you're better off for it, that's okay. And then next I want to talk about navigating going back home now. So one thing I was really aware of is that my upbringing was very different. I grew up in a very conservative small town where the views are not going to be the views that I have today. And I am very (laughs) strong-willed. I don't know if you know that or not. I don't know if it comes across on the podcast. But if someone says something hateful or negative, I'm going to stand up and say that's wrong. I'm not afraid to call that kind of stuff out. And I just, I didn't know what it was going to be like going back home. Because the last time I had really been around them for so long, I had been young. And I couldn't really remember what their views were. We weren't talking about this stuff when I was a kid. And luckily nothing um, happened, thankfully. It was all, everything seemed very... I don't know, we had a lot of middle ground and we weren't really discussing those kind of topics. But I'll just be honest, I just told myself, when you go into an environment, it is like like that, you're going into an environment where maybe before you would kind of put on a mask to fit in, that I was no longer going to go in and put on a mask. I was going to go in as myself. If someone said something that was inappropriate or hateful, I was going to I was going to stand up for what was right. I was going to speak my mind. But I was also obviously not going looking for an instigation. That's not what I'm saying. But 
I just knew I was going to go in as myself. I was going to stand. I was going to stick to my beliefs. I'm going to stick to who I am now. I'm going to be proud of who I am now. Because sometimes when you grow and change and you go back home, they don't understand it. They just know you as who they knew you as. And if some people haven't changed or, you know, they've just been in the same environment, then they're confused by your change and your growth. They don't understand where it comes from. It doesn't make sense to them. But that's okay. Instead of making them feel more comfortable by pretending I was a person they want me to be, I'm just going to be myself. And I was very, very, very happy and proud to see my family accepted me exactly who I am, how I've changed. It was also a reminder to me that I hadn't been around them for so long and I didn't know how they were going to be. And it was really nice to see that they were all coming, they're all loving and kind and accepting. And I felt really comfortable going back in. It really felt like we were all just there to uplift each other and be kind to one another and be family. And that was really nice. But I know it's not going to be the same for everyone else. And I know it wasn't always the same for me as well. So if you are struggling with going back home now, just, just remind yourself that you don't have to wear a mask and you don't have to fit into someone else's perception of who they want you to be just to make them comfortable. It's okay if someone else feels comfortable because you need to be yourself because that shouldn't control whether or not someone feels comfortable anyways. If their comfortability comes off, comes based off how you act and you acting in the box that they put you in in their mind, that's not your job to live up to that. Your job is to live up to the person that you are, that you've worked so hard to become and not allow yourself to feel dimmed down or small around other people. It is okay to stand your ground and stand firm in who you are. And if you are going back to situations that are sad, maybe filled with grief and loss or hard times or, you know, just things that don't feel good, I do want to just tell you that my heart is with you because I know how tough that can be. And I might not even know how tough it could be because your situation could be completely different than mine. And But my heart is still with you and know that your struggles are valid and it's okay. It's okay because the thing is now I do like the holiday system, um, the holiday system, the holidays. I like the holidays, but I didn't for a long time. And here I was calling myself the Grinch, but truthfully, that didn't make me the Grinch. I was just, you know, experiencing the the way that it was coming for me. And I, it's just, it was my experience then. Everything can change. So if you are going into a holiday season, season, that's what I meant, not system, and it doesn't feel great, just give yourself grace. Be kind with yourself. Know that your feelings are valid. It's It doesn't make you the Scrooge if you aren't enjoying this holiday season, if you've gone through something or your family's going through something. It doesn't make you a Scrooge if you see other people having way better Christmases or holidays than yours and maybe you're going through a hard time. It doesn't make you wrong for, you know, feeling that way. But I do want to remind you in those times of maybe jealousy, if you see someone else like, you know, getting gifts or something that you wanted, that that's not everything. Truly, like the the material items do not make the holidays. I would go, I would give anything if I could reverse the way my Christmases were with my mom and have zero gifts and us just have a good holiday season. And I know that I would have left with good memories because now here I am at 29. I don't remember the gifts I got when I was 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, but I do remember the, the screaming and the fighting. But I also remember the hot chocolate in the hall, in the hallway. And I would much rather not remember, still not remember the gifts I got back then because I don't remember them now, but I have more memories like the hot chocolate in the holiday with my mom, in the hallway with my mom than have other gifts. 
And I would f- I would say that wholeheartedly now too. And of course, maybe it's easier for someone may, may think like, well, it's easier said than done. And that's true because in the moment, I'm sure, especially for kids, you know, they don't really understand, they don't get it. But I think it's just important to try and make it as special, special as possible for you and make it as meaningful as possible in what works for you. And maybe that is by coming up with your own new traditions or finding the good things to look forward to. Maybe it is making a new tradition of hot chocolates in the holidays, or maybe it is setting boundaries with with family members that haven't been treating you well, or maybe it's not going back to a situation that always makes you feel like crap during the holidays. It's starting your own Christmas, your own holiday, whatever you celebrate, celebrate your own holiday uh, celebration. You know, it can be whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be about the gifts. And if you're someone who isn't going back home and you're struggling with that, maybe you wanted to go back home, um, reminder that sometimes we've got to make do with what we have. My friend Brooke, she just moved away from New York City and she has not gone home to see her family for Christmas in about five years because they couldn't, you know, it was really expensive to travel around the Christmas season, especially in New York City. So she hasn't gone home in five years. This will be their first Christmas back. And I was asking her, like, you know, what do you do when you struggle with that? Because I know it would be really hard for Noah because he loves seeing his family around the holiday season. And I know it would have been really hard for him not to go back home. So I asked her, like, how did you deal with that? She's like, you make do with what you've got. You know, she's like, for us, we made our own traditions. We found friends that also weren't going home for the holidays. And we had a little friends miss. And they also did Friendsgiving. And we would just make it our own. She's like, you know, of course, I would love to see my family. But if that if I knew I couldn't change that, I'm still going to try and make the best out of the situation I have because she realized that she still deserved to have a good holiday season. And I think that's really beautiful. So maybe this is your year to make your own traditions and find something new. And maybe you're the one who's going to help someone else. Maybe you have friends that aren't going home either. And you could reach out and ask them if they want to do Christmas together or holiday seasons, whatever you celebrate again. And that might just completely change someone else's holiday too. So there you go. <laughs> so just a reminder that I'm here for you. If you guys need anything, if you're struggling this holiday season, please feel free to reach out to me. My DMs are always open, but I think it's crazy because I look at where I am now for the Christmas season and I am now, I am ready to decorate. It is currently, I'm recording this on November 1st. I'm recording a little ahead today. It is November 1st and it is taking everything in me to just not open up the Christmas tree and decorate right freaking out. And I think there's nothing wrong with decorating November 1st. I think as soon as you want to decorate, do it. However, I have, I don't know. I don't, I get excited, so excited for stuff, but it doesn't last as long as I'd like. When I, I noticed when I, I did, I did decorate for Christmas, November 1st, not last year, but the year before that. And like two, the year before that as well. It's so like two years ago, basically like two years ago, I did that, did it two years in a row. And when I decorated like that for the, for for November, I was so excited looking at my decorations. But by the time Christmas came around, I was kind of tired of my decorations, not tired of them, but they just became part of what I was used to seeing. So I wasn't turning on my Christmas lights anymore. I wasn't turning on those little things that make little Christmas music. I wasn't playing Christmas music as much. So for me personally, while I think it's actually great to decorate November 1st, so it makes you happy, my attention span or my like excitement span doesn't last all the way from November to the end of December. So now I still stick to what I did with my mom and I decorate on Thanksgiving day here with Noah. And that's just been what works for me. But I say do whatever makes you happy. If you're ready to decorate, go all out. Um, I So anyways, what I was saying is now I am the person that loves the holiday season and I do it in a way that's fun for me. I do not, I still have those, I we're all, all, all a product of 
our environments unless we force ourselves to, you know, to change. And a lot of things have changed about me from how I grew up. I stopped, I realized that that mindset I had of holiday, the holidays being bad and all about greed and overspending and like all that kind of stuff. I realized that was just because of what I saw growing up. And I would, I'm not calling my mom greedy at all, by the way. I just thought that the world made my mom feel that she had to overspend and that like Target and big box stores and all the commercials were so greedy for like making people feel like they needed to go above and beyond with their photos of Christmas trees, like piled high. And, you know, that's how I felt for a long time. But then I realized that was just my mindset based on what I had seen. So now I see Christmas as a great time to snuggle up with Noah and watch Christmas movies and to blast Christmas music because it's fun and to wear cozy, fun, crazy Christmas sweaters. I love them, okay? I love a fun Christmas sweater. As crazy as it gets, I will take them. Like the crazier one you can find, let me know where you find it. I want it. I love holiday cups. I love gingerbread cookies. I love making gingerbread houses. I love now and that makes me so happy because it shows how much life can change and that things can get better i love going to noah's family's house for the christmas i get i get so excited to see his mom because she she gets so excited and the cool thing is it's been so different for me to see is she doesn't get so excited because of gifts she gets so excited about baking Every year, she just loves to bake tons of cookies. She'll go on Pinterest and, like, find all these fun, just, like, recipes you would have never thought of, and she'll make, like, five to ten different types of, like, flavors of cookies and desserts so that everyone can try everything, and she'll have us, like, vote on her favorites. Um, And it's just really fun to see the things that she gets excited for. It's the baking. And then we all go home with a box afterwards of cookies. And then Noah takes an extra box that he can take, you know, to people at his work and that, that to me is so joyful to watch someone get so excited for baking cookies instead of just being about something else. And that's how it's become for me. For me, I love decorating. I realized that I just love, I love home stuff. I never really realized that about myself growing up. Uh, but I've realized as I've gotten older, I really enjoy decorating my home and just like, I don't know, making it fun. So I think now I really look forward to that. And yeah, I do all the things. I love going ice skating. I love going to all the Christmas stuff here in New York. And in Ohio, I love doing that, going to all the little Christmas markets and getting apple cider and hot chocolate. It makes me so excited. And I love wearing beanies. And I love when I see snow. Oh, it's so great, okay? This is me rambling about Christmas. Now I'm just becoming like a Christmas stan account because I've just realized I think it's so cool for me as an adult to find joy in the holiday season when I really didn't have it for a long time. Um, and that's really cool. I don't think I'll be going home to see my family this year. I don't think, I don't think I should do it this year. I I don't know. I I, I thought about it, but I think instead I may invite my brothers here if they can. I don't know if they'll come the week of Thanksgiving, but around Thanksgiving time, I'm thinking I may have my brothers here. Um, so we can just kind of spend it all together and do like fun stuff. They love to play like slaps with Noah and like video games and card games and just kind of have something like that. Just because Noah can't go with me on Thanksgiving, he still works uh, right up until Thanksgiving. So he doesn't really get to leave. So I thought it'd be fun so I can spend it with Noah this year again and just have my brothers here and then, you know, making our own traditions. So I'd love to know if you have any of your own like fun holiday traditions that you've created or things that you've stuck with and um, yeah, my heart is going out to anyone who is struggling, struggling the holiday season, whether you've lost someone, whether you're going through tough times with family, or you're having financial hardship, or maybe, you know, you're not able to go home for the season, or maybe you're just struggling with something that I, I'm not listing because I'm not thinking of, you know, and I just want to say that I'm, I am sending you love and your feelings are valid, but I do hope you're able to find some sort of magic this holiday season. I love you so, so much. 
Thank you for being a part of this beautiful community that I'm so grateful to have here. I love you, and I will talk to you all very soon. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. <laughs>